welcome to another episode of the Hop Nerd Live. The phone lines are open 480-877-0155. I'm watching the comment sections. I'm checking your DMs. I've got my finger hot and ready on the answer button on my phone. Taking your questions, talking all things human and organizational performance, safety, business, and life. We're talking shop and everything else here on the Hop Nerd Live. Hello, howdy, how everybody, how's everyone doing this beautiful afternoon? It is nice and cold and rainy and all of those kind of fun things here in the beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. I cannot say warm and sunny. Let's take a look at that live camera out there right now. It is cold, it is damp, it is all of those kinds of things. Thank you for tuning in on the Hop Nerd live stream. Make sure that you head over to the website www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at the Hop Nerd, uh, except for Twitter. It is the Hop Nerd one. Send me an email, Sam at the Hop Nerd at gmail dot com uh, or the excuse me, Sam at the Hop Nerd dot com or, or the Hop Nerd at gmail dot com. Ooh, got everything mixed up there for just a second. Uh, I hope you are doing awesome. The, those phone lines are open. Make sure you send me a text. Give me a call. If I don't answer, leave me a voicemail, all that kind of stuff. We're diving into your questions. We're talking hop. We're talking safety. We're talking everything in between. So make sure that you send me a text. 480-877-0155. So before we jump into everything... Let's take a quick look. Let's do this normal dive that we do uh, down into this day in history. So in 1922, uh, the British in India sentenced uh, Gandhi to six years imprisonment for disobedience. Poor Gandhi, right? Uh, Benito Mussolini uh, joined Adolf Hitler in Germany's war against France and Britain in 1940. 1965, uh, leaving his space craft for 12 minutes becoming the first person to walk in space a russian cosmonaut pretty cool stuff famous birthdays today john c calhoun 1782 grover cleveland 1837 rudolph diesel dude that invented the diesel engine was born in 1858 there's a really interesting story there uh, if you want to go down that wikipedia rabbit hole and check that out um but basically, he was on a ship, and then he kind of disappeared. They don't know uh, if he killed himself, if he uh, was murdered, all of that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a pretty wild story if you want to take a few minutes to go kind of dive into that. But it's pretty cool. I like, I like going down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. Uh, Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain was born in 1869, uh, and the one and the only Queen Latifah was born in 1970. So that's pretty wild stuff. So let me give you a quick uh, hop nerd update before we go any farther, before we jump into the news, or before we jump into any of your questions, any of your comments, any of that stuff. Uh, so as I mentioned in the weekend update, as everyone's very well aware, uh, we are now in the beautiful, the luxurious, the awesome hop nerd studios. I, I took a week break from this to be able to bring you uh, to this new studio. It took us a while uh, to get everything kind of happening and everything moved 
moved in. So it, it took a little bit, and that was the reason for the brief pause, as you are very well aware from the weekend update. Uh, and if you're not watching those weekend updates, shame on you. Shame on you for <laughs> for not keeping up but that's what happened right so there was there was a basically a week where we didn't do that because we had to move in all of this stuff if you haven't seen any of that if you want to go check out some of the studio stuff i've been putting some of that on the hop nerd youtube channel you can go follow along uh there as well we can get a quick brief tour of that uh if you would like um so we've got that going on that's super cool the live streams are going to continue happening just as this or just as what we've got going on right now every Wednesday at 5 every Friday at 9 o'clock. it's super cool stuff it's a it's a Q&A it's a whatever you want it to be kind of show you can call in you can text I'm I'm looking over here on my screen uh on on my uh on my MacBook here if you can see I don't know if you can see from the camera um but here I am let me see let me see here I am. Yep. See, I'm looking at all your comments, all your stuff. I'll dive into your questions, anything like that that you've got. Um, just make sure you send them over to me. I'm checking on the Hop Nerd stuff on the Sam Goodman page, uh, on the YouTube channel, all of that cool stuff, watching for your questions. I'm also watching the LinkedIn DMs, checking the phone, um, all that cool kind of neat fun stuff. So something that's really awesome that's going on this Friday that I want you to be aware of uh, is that there's a, a – a COVID-19, a coronavirus town hall that's going on that I was invited to participate in along with a lot of the other Safety FM show hosts. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, big credit to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM for pulling this thing together. Um, I think that there is a need for unified messaging around this stuff. You, there's so much crap. Let's just be honest. It's BS that's floating around. There's a lot of crap that's getting flung around about COVID-19 and what's actually happening. Um, and I think it's a great idea to finally get a panel of awesome folks together uh, to have this discussion. So if it's something that you're interested in, that will be happening over at safetyfm.com. Make sure you head over there. I'm sure that it'll be turned into a podcast at some point as well. I'm sure that it'll be on all those places where you catch uh, our live streams and you, and you catch, catch Safety FM stuff. Uh, but that'll be going on at 10 a.m. AZ, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. As I said, I'm, I'm going to be there. Uh, in addition to that, there's some awesome folks, uh, Todd Conklin being one of them, Rob Fisher being another one of those. I just named two of my personal heroes right there. That, that's enough reason to tune in. <laughs> if I wasn't a part of this, I would be totally listening to it or listening to it as well. Um, but make sure you tune in. There's the folks, some of the folks from the Safety Justice League are going to be involved. A lot of the folks from the other shows are going to be involved. Um, it's just going to be a really, really great time to, to actually just sit down and have this communication, especially while we're all apart, right? We're all kind of apart and we're not getting to have these conversations right now, at least face to face. Uh, I don't know about you, but it kind of sort of stinks for me. Um, I like being around people. I think it's fun. I, I kind of miss that. That's probably one of my more favorite parts of this job is actually getting to uh, have these interactions with people. And it's kind of sort of not happening right now. So that, that kind of, kind of stinks. I'm kind of, kind of locked in here. So, um, but we get to do stuff like this. So that's kind of sort of fun too. Um, let's dive into a little bit of the news. Um, I saw this going on today and I thought it was a really, really interesting thing. Um, quarantine and chill. So just because you're socially distancing due to coronavirus doesn't mean that you have to forego your movie nights, uh, or any of your kind of movie parties. So Netflix has partnered up with Chromecast to offer an extension called Netflix Party in which you can actually get together virtually and watch stuff with your friends. That's kind of cool, right? You can actually do stuff, uh, through that extension and you don't actually have to be in the same room. So you don't 
don't have to worry about spreading all that icky coronavirus stuff to each other. You can do that through your Chromecast. So I thought that was pretty neat to participate in that. You just need a Google Chrome browser. You need the extension from Netflix, uh, or you need the Netflix subscription. Duh, right? You need that kind of stuff. Um, and you can actually make that happen. So I think that's, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. That's, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty neat little thing happening. Um, Netflix and all those folks, you know, they have to be getting used and abused right now, right? I mean, the internet has to be blowing up. I'm sure us doing this probably isn't helping a lot of that either, but I'm sure that, the, that it's getting blown up with all this distant stuff that's actually going on. Um, so again, so we, we got a, we got a quick question here. Hey, buddy, how you holding up with the whole social distancing thing with the isolation? Saying, well, I, I'm kind of sort of holding up. I'm not gone completely insane. I've not gone full shining yet. I've not thrown any axes through any doors that I know of, uh, or anything like that. So it's, it's going, it's going pretty solid. I think it's all right. I'm, I'm getting some stuff done working from home. Um, spending a good portion, uh, you know, spending all day working on my day job and spending all night at home working on this stuff. Uh, so it's a blast. I, I don't think it's too bad. I just miss you guys. I look forward to seeing everybody back in person. I get to have some, uh, some more of those one-on-one face-to-face in-person interactions. Uh, again, kind of miss those. I posted a video about, about the whole like being lonely out, you know, locked away type of thing. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel and check it out. I think it's funny. You might hate it. I thought it was hilarious, but I'm doing good. I hope everyone else is doing good out there. Uh, moving on. The show did not go on. How, how do you get your money back? So the article that I'm looking at goes on to say, um, first came South by South, Southwest, then came Coachella. Now waves of cancellations and postponements. I think we've seen a lot of that, um, happening with a lot of the conferences that most of us attend, right? I'm just, I'm glad we got in safety focus 2020. I got to have a lot of fun at that one. I got to, because I got to meet a lot of folks. I thought that was super cool. So fortunately we got that one in before this whole kind of wave of cancellations happened, but it looks like a bunch of stuff is going to continue to get canceled. It looks like this is probably only just the beginning. And I think it's going to be for a long time. Uh, I don't want to be the Debbie down here, but I think it, this is probably going to last a whole lot longer than what we think or initially thought that it's going to last. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be odd, but <clears throat> what this is going on to say is that uh, more than ton, or tons and tons and tons of public events have been banned um, by some some local localities. Um, other events have voluntarily canceled. There's basically a lot of stuff that's happened. I think we're all aware of all of that stuff. Sports have practically been canceled for the foreseeable future, right? Sports period. <laughs> so that's that's not happening. Um, but how do you get your money back? And the article goes on to discuss about whether well, if it really determines if it's postponed or if it's truly canceled. So I think you got to work that out. Um, you got to find out if the event has been canceled. I would say that you have a pretty good chance of getting your funds back. But if you, if it's, if it's probably, uh, or if it's, if it's just been postponed, you're probably going to fight with them. You're probably going to have to actually go to the event, whether you want to or not now at this point. So you're going to have to just go. Um, <laughs> But uh, I would say you call whoever issued you your ticket. Uh, you probably yell and scream at them long enough, and they'll probably give you some money back. I would, I would at least guess. So I got this question the other day, and I threw it in in some of the show notes. But I thought it was super interesting, and, and I kind of dove into it. But I wanted to answer it here as well. Uh, it says, Sam, what would you say are the major differences between HU and Hop? Some people confuse HU as the old way, and I believe the old way is safety one versus safety two, as I've heard it expressed. Thoughts? And yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you. I will say this, that I think, let, let me start here and say that I believe that, um, I believe that hop is just the continued evolution 
of human performance improvement. I think if we shy away from some of those basics, that's probably not good. I think it's okay to continue to say HPI and HU. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't view HU as the old way and HOP as the new way. I view it as the continued learning and the continued evolution uh, of that, right? I mean, I think we see that in the, in the, the principles. Um, as we start to see the HOP principles are, are really just a reimagined version of those original MPO principles, right? And to me, it's, it's becoming more directed back towards the organization than being so directed at the individual practitioner. I think that that's probably one of the bigger differences. But yeah, I don't see one as old, one as new. I just see it as a continued evolution. When we have that safety one, safety two conversation, yeah, for sure. But again, I, I, don't, I don't, it's probably not that different either. It's probably just that we're, it's the continued growth. I think that we're still standing on the, on the shoulders of a lot of work that's been done and we're learning what doesn't work and what does and what we need to scrap and what we need to keep. Not all is good. Not all is great, right? We're learning the stuff that's not good. The stuff is not great. And we, we move on, right? We, we let that stuff go and we let it fall to the wayside and we, we grow with what we know actually works. So yeah, I don't, I don't really view any of it as old or new in that sense. I view it as the continued evolution of what we're doing or the continual pursuit of betterment. I'd probably say what that is. Or that's what it is. Uh, so moving on, um, coronavirus on your Apple Watch. So the gadgets that we wear daily are often riddled with germs and bacteria. And in the wake uh, of continued spreading of coronavirus, have you thought about the stuff that you have around your wrist? Probably not so much. Any solid surface uh, can be a transmitter for COVID-19, um, said Deborah Goff, an infectious bacterial disease specialist at Ohio State University Medical Center. That includes your Apple Watch and your Fitbit. So we throw this stuff on around our wrists. I mean, I, I usually have bracelets on. I usually have a watch on. Sometimes I have a Fitbit on. You know, it just varies a little bit. Um, but we forget to sanitize that stuff, I think, quite a bit. I think that we probably need to... <laughs> need to think about that stuff just a little bit. Um, we're not really paying attention to that. We're usually scrubbing our hands, but we're really not thinking about the stuff that is, is around our wrists. We're not thinking about the other stuff that we wear. We're not thinking about our phones. We're not necessarily thinking about disinfecting our computers. Um, so it goes on, this article goes on to say that, you know, when you, when you're, when you're washing your hands, you need to continue to think about these. You probably don't want to take these things and immerse them. You don't want to immerse your phone into cleaning stuff, kind of duh. I think maybe if you do that, you might deserve to lose your phone. Um, but if you, if you dunk your Apple Watch into, uh, if you, if you dunk your Apple Watch or your Samsung, Patty Kapperman, in, <laughs> into, into a vat of bleach, it's probably not going to work anymore. Uh, and you might not deserve it to work anymore if you go that far. Hi, Rhonda Robertson. How are you doing? I just seen your comment. I hope you're doing well. But yeah, let's, let's move on. So question, uh, are you in favor? Hey, Sam, how you doing? Are you in favor of culpability trees? Have you seen them? What are your thoughts on culpability trees? Are they useful in organizations? So I'll be honest with you. I struggle with culpability, with culpability trees. I think they're kind of sort of dumb just to, put it bluntly, I guess. Um, I just, I think we're trying to like match behavior with what we think is a good size of stick. Uh, and I just don't think that that's really a great way to go. I don't, I don't think that it really applies much context. 
Uh, I'm not saying that they're unjust. You could probably apply them in an, in a very just way, but you have to answer some some pretty pretty hard questions. Which who gets to decide what behavior is what? Who gets to decide what punishment fits what behavior? Who gets to work all that out? Who gets to ultimately make those decisions? Who gets to come up with that stuff? And then who administers the stick? Um, those are some pretty tough questions to answer and still come out just and fair. That's, that's a pretty tough thing to do. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I've, let me put it this way. I've never seen them or rarely, I've rarely seen them used very effectively. So that to me, that's the scary part. I, it just doesn't take into account context. And for me, context matters. It matters a lot. I just, I just never see them work very well. Who gets to decide what constitutes an error, a violation, uh, an at-risk thing? Um, how do you use context to drive decision-making around the process? And again, I, I get a little bit more philosophical on that point. Um, are we, as organizations, should we be in a place where we're extracting pain and punishment for wrongdoings? Uh, you ask yourself that question. Uh, most folks probably know my, my answer <laughs> around that. Um, but again, we have to switch to viewing those systems, um, really as ways to extract people from systems in which they do not belong rather than a way to extract flesh from people for doing wrong against the organization. Um, and again, I think context matters. It matters lots. The, you know, the difference between murder, self-defense, that's context. Um, so how do you ensure that that system is fair and it's just, uh, you get where I'm going. I, I just don't see them applied super well. So. I just see uh, I've got another comment from the one, the only Patty Kaperman. And if you're not aware, Patty and I actually recorded some podcast stuff. And we sat outside of a Wava Grill in Tempe, Arizona. So I'm giving all the behind the scenes stuff away here uh, and dealt with the guys pushing the trash can. We dealt with people eating and yelling and screaming. And we recorded you all a podcast, which will be out pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. But Patty goes and say a culpability tree. Who gets to decide what's fair? <laughs> Who gets to decide what's fair? We can't just expect people expect that people aren't perfect. If you have an employee with a performance problem, treat it like a performance problem. Wow, we truly are insane. I think Patty typed that at the same time as I was saying some stuff. Um, so, Patty, you are my uh, you are my spirit animal. We are totally in sync. Um, we we I think we totally agree <laughs> on that point. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. So how is everyone out there handling the coronavirus? I think that's what we're seeing that's kind of all over the news right now. Um, how can you avoid it, right? Everything's shut down. I can tell you here in, in the Phoenix area, there's, uh, I went to the grocery store the other day. It was pretty insane. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty nuts. The shelves were practically empty. Uh, it's hilarious though, because people take all the cheap stuff. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't take all the good stuff that nobody, you know, they, when you go in and you're looking for water, um, they leave Fiji. They take everything else. You know, they'll hoard every all, everything else, but they're too cheap to take the Fiji. Um, they'll hoard all the uh, all the regular medication, but they're they're, they're or they'll hoard all the uh, the cheap medication, but they're 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 too cheap to take the the really expensive stuff, the name brand Robotussin, right? They'll leave that. Um, you go down the meat aisle, all the meat is gone except for the fillet, right? They leave the fillet. Um, so you can still find food. You just have to pay for it a little bit. <laughs> um, all the kind of survival 
esque food that I think about that was all left. I mean, the chip aisle, the bread aisle is empty. The stuff that goes bad, or you know, the bread is going to be gone in no time. The chips you can't really survive off of that for very long. Um, you go to like good old beanie weenie aisle, it's still full. You go to corned beef hash aisle, it's still full. Sardines and smoked oysters, they're still there. Um, so if you really want to survive, you can. I think you'll be good. You just can't be too picky about what you're. <laughs> what you're going to eat. But I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how you're holding up, what things look like for you out there. As I said, um, there's a lot of stuff that people are having to readjust to here uh, at Phoenix. I, I just seen uh, where a, a near and dear friend of mine, Nate Brayman from the safety justice league, hashtag safety justice league. Check those folks out. They're super awesome. Um, I posted a picture of a Starbucks where they had basically gutted all the furniture and stuff. We've seen that here too. I noticed that the other day that my normal Starbucks that I haunt, uh, has basically no furniture outside. It's all locked up, no furniture inside. Um, and they've actually locked the doors on most of them to not allow people in. So, um, we're seeing that with a lot of restaurants. I noticed one on the way over here. KFC was still letting people in in Phoenix. So if you want to go hang out with people, KFC ain't scared. They are, uh, <laughs> they're totally cool with it. You can come on in, hang out in KFC all day long. They're not going to lose that business. Promise you that. But again, I'm super interested. I want to hear how you're doing. Let me know. Um, shoot me a text, leave me some comments, send me a message all of that kind of stuff. I want to hear how you're doing out there. I'm hanging in pretty good. They, they, I will tell you, um, we still have coffee. So I've got coffee. You can see that. I've got an empty one and, and an almost empty one sitting here in front of me right now. So I'm not strangling anyone yet. Everything's good. We've still got food. That's still good. Nothing's too bad. Um, and other than that, being socially isolated, that's the only kind of kind of not so fun part. I miss everybody. I want to go hang out with, with uh, with with all my peeps. I see you, Eli Helbert. I see you saying that. Um, yeah, same here. Uh, store shelves have been emptying here pretty quick as well. You can find some some stuff, but you can't uh, you can't really get. Um, for me, it was frustrating just because you, you can't get like your normal grocery run stuff, right? You want to go buy chicken, you're not going to find chicken. You want to find ground beef, you're not going to find ground beef. Um, if you want, uh, chips and peanut butter, you can find that all day long, but that's, that's about it. You can get here. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's crazy to see that happening. Um, So Winslow Walmart pretty bare as well. I, I see that. Yes, yeah, Safeway not as bad. Yeah, it was surprising here. Um, I'd noticed Sam's Club was actually better than Fry's. So I'd stop by Fry's the other day. Usually, we're usually Sam's Club shoppers. Um, and we stopped by Fry's the other day and Fry's was pretty much gutted and then the lines were still backed up. I did see the other day, um, where they're, uh, they're actually doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, at least here in the valley in the Phoenix area. Um, Fry's and several of the, I think Fry's and Bash's, a couple other folks are actually starting to do um, early morning senior hours to allow folks to get in some of the, some of our some of our more um, sensitive populations to get in and get the stuff that they need um, early and before everyone else gets there. So that's kind of cool. Hey, Ethan Hill, I hope you're doing well too, my friend. Um, stud muffins a stretch, but I'll take it, man. I'll, I'll always take a compliment. <laughs> but yeah, there, there there's there's uh, there's quite a quite a mad rush going on. I keep getting all these emails. Um, you, I'm sure you're seeing them as well. Get tons of emails from all the different, uh, all the different, you know, Sam's Club and Fries and everybody basically saying, Hey, yeah, we got you. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, but every time I go back, it's not too fine, right? I'm, <laughs> I would love to see, uh, I would love to just be able to go buy a pack of chicken or some hamburger. I think that would be super cool, but it's not happening at least anytime soon. 
Patty actually turned on her video today so she could see her coworkers. I've, you know, I, th- I thought this would be a lot more fun than what it is. You know, when we're socially isolated, I thought this would be a lot, a lot cooler than what it is. But I miss you guys. I want to see you. It's not, not so much fun when we're all kind of locked away. But yep, let me know. Let me know how everything's happening out there for you. Um, again, there's going to be a super cool town hall happening. Um, I was, I'm honored to be able to be a part of it this, this Friday. Um, I'm going to be, uh, Ethan said he was waiting for zombies. Me too, man. I'm, I've been, uh, this is like, this is like the, the best day. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day all my life, right? We've been waiting for zombies all of our life. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be a flu and we're probably going to get past it. I think it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets a lot better though. Um, that is one thing I'll say is I thought it was, uh, uh, <laughs> that is one thing that I will say that is, is kind of strange to see. Um, as, as I'm driving around Phoenix, um, I just come, I just drove past the VA on the way over to the, uh, to the studios here. And I noticed it the other morning. I've noticed it outside of several hospitals. There's a lot of field hospitals um, that have sprung up. The the big tent field hospitals, which is kind of interesting. So kind of in line with your with your zombie comment. It kind of sort of feels like that a little bit. Rule one: cardio, zombie land fan. I see that. Me too. Me too. Number one is better than double tap. But yeah, I, I like it. I love it. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of weird stuff kind of happening that's kind of similar to a movie like that that you kind of see popping up <laughs> popping up around Phoenix. Lots of black SUVs, lots of black SUVs everywhere, lots of field hospitals everywhere. It's kind of interesting. Eli Hilbert, our EHS manager at work, is buying everyone hand sanitizer and discussing proper distancing technique. I knew it was serious when a welding fab starts. <laughs> yeah, right, right. When the welders start freaking out, you know it's bad, right? <laughs> when the welders and the fitters start panicking, you, you probably need to get ready for something, something bad to happen. I like it. Um, hand sanitizer has been a whole other thing, right? Um, I haven't been on Amazon and looked at it lately. Um, but the, you know, there was a lot of discussion around that and the kind of the price gouging. There was some hand sanitizer that was going for a ton of money for a few minutes. Um, the, the N95 respirators, these P100s, um, these things, you see them kind of floating around a bunch now. Um, they, they price gouge like crazy, right? They're not that super expensive. Um, but they, <laughs> they, they were through the roof for a while and those stupid surgical masks that everyone have been wearing. Um, remember those do not protect you against anything. You need to remember that. Okay. That, that doesn't, that doesn't do a lot for you, uh, if you're actually trying to protect yourself, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. So that's, that's neat to see employers out doing that though. Um, I've got to brag on the employers that I've seen. Um, that I've seen a lot of really amazing things happening lately. Um, you know, if you're employers have been pretty proactive with this stuff, which is kind of cool. I think it's, it's neat to see that. That folks are jumping in and saying, Hey, listen, you know, um, we're going to help stop this thing and you go home, you know, you go work from home. Um, if you can't work from home, we get it. Stuff's got to happen. We're going to, we're going to distance you. We're going to, you know, put some space between you and other people. We're going to help you with hand sanitizer. We're going to talk about, you know, how we can keep bad stuff from happening or how we can keep this thing from spreading. I think that's kind of neat. Patty Caverman, eight people in California arrested for charges up to 20 times cost of hygiene products. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that happen quite a bit. I've seen that happening quite a bit. It's insane. Um, it had gotten to the point to where there was kind of bootleg articles on how to make hand sanitizer, which was kind of cool. Uh, 
I'll, I'll just, again, 10 to 1 bleach water solution. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that that will uh, pretty much kill anything you need it to kill. So if you've got your hands on bleach, mix it down 10 to 1, right? And uh, you should be in pretty good shape. So it's just, I'll say that now, the bleach will, will fly off the shelves. But <laughs> if it's not one thing, <laughs> it's another, right? Um, but, yeah, I've seen a ton of people, folks doing that with social distancing, encouraging their employers or, or their employees, doing other things to get them to actually uh, stay home, incentivizing staying home, which is kind of interesting. I seen one the other day um, where they they'd actually – it was newsworthy enough to break up the helicopters here in Phoenix um, to throw – uh, to, for the St. Patty's Day party that was going on. They threw, threw the helicopters over top of it because, uh, apparently they just kind of said, screw it. We're having the St. We're having a St. Patty's Day party. And they did. And hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people showed up to it. Um, which seems kind of dumb to me. I don't think that would end very, very well. <laughs> it seems like if we're wanting to not do that, we should probably avoid it. I get it. We miss out. We're missing folks. We want to do that, but it's probably not good. Ethan Hill heard a confirmed case in Princeton, West Virginia. Not sure how true it is yet. I'd heard that West Virginia finally caught a case. So, um, yeah, I heard that. So I'm not, I don't know either. I don't know where it was at. Um, but I, I had heard that, that they had finally had a case happen because West Virginia was a holdout for a really, really, really long time. Right. Um, so I think that, 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 uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it was in Princeton. If you heard that it's in Princeton, it probably is, but there was a case somewhere in West Virginia. So pretty, pretty wild. Eli Albert Distillery is somewhat local to us or making hand sanitizer and giving it out to people who need it, which is pretty badass. I think that that is badass. That's super cool. Um, I was looking at that the other day. Um, I mean, you're, you're walking through the, the, uh, the liquor section of the, uh, of the grocery store here and I'm going, there's, there's plenty of hand sanitizer that I see, right? So I th- I think that I th- yeah that's pretty cool. What do we got? Either no another back home yet as I know. Yep, I haven't seen anything yet there either. Um the the rough part there I would assume at least is that you know you get some of these smaller isolated communities um and once you, you know, if you do catch a case, it's probably going to spread pretty rapidly. You know, it's, it's pretty tight knit, right? So it seems, it seems like once you, if you do get one, it seems like things would go by pretty fast. I think people need to remember that I would encourage everyone to actually go look at the fatality rates for COVID-19 though. They're super, super duper, duper, duper low. And I don't, I don't mean to downplay it. I'm not trying to downplay it. It sucks. It's awful. Um, but most folks recover. Right. I think that's, that's the interesting part. That fatality rates are so extremely low. Um, the bigger panic, I think, is that is just panic. Um, the, the scarier part for me is the panic, you know, and I, I'm not as worried about coronavirus, um, COVID-19 as I am crazy people. Um, you mix stupid with scared and nothing good happens from that. So you take stupid people and you scare the crap out of them and bad things happen. Um, it gets really, 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 uh, really dangerous, really, really fast. And I think, I think that's the more worrisome part for me than anything else. (laughs) 
So I would be interested in hearing everyone out there. Please let me know how your plans are being impacted, how your day-to-day life is being impacted. I can tell you a little bit about mine. You know, my my day job, my my employer is amazing. Um, they basically sent all non-essential staff um, to work from home to telecommute for folks that could not do that, that needed to stay home. You know, they're basically going to pay them to stay home beyond the incubation period. They're doing some pretty interesting stuff with distancing, with all kinds of other things like that to help do their part to mitigate um, the spread of this stuff. So that's super interesting. As far as day-to-day life, I think for me, the stranger thing is just the grocery the grocery hustle, right? Trying to go get groceries, you know, just, you know, if you just say, oh, let's go grab something to eat. Uh, wait, you're right. Stupid stuff like that. Um, just being mindful of all that stuff, you know, seeing the stuff that's popping up in the city again. Um, we live here in uh, in, a, in the, the greater Phoenix area. I live in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Um, the studio here is in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, our home is in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so we're kind of in the middle of all this stuff. You kind of get to see all, all this kind of stuff happening. The VA is just, you know, our neighbor. There's three or four hospitals right around us. So you see a lot of this kind of activity going on. Um, so you just, it's on your mind a lot, right? You see it a lot. Eli Halbert just went and looked on WVV and just confirmed that it was in Mercer County getting closer. Yeah, we've had one. Um, I'm not sure how many cases we've had here in Arizona. We've, we've had a handful. Um, one of the first ones we had, it was in Tempe, Arizona. And it's, I mean, it's right, right next to us. Um, and that person, uh, basically recovered. Um, they had, had come in from overseas. It was one of the earlier cases before all this kind of stuff really broke loose. Um, and from my understanding is that they basically were, were admitted, treated, and released um, full recovery. So that's always good news. Uh, so fingers crossed that's what you see in that Mercer County case as well. Um, treated, recover, right, <laughs> released. That, that would be the best thing <laughs> to see happen. Speaking of which, there is the the beautiful and the not-so-sunny downtown Phoenix, Arizona. At the moment, we have had tons and tons and tons and tons of rain for the past few days. I kind of enjoy it. I kind of miss seeing a little bit of clouds, seeing a little bit of rain. Hey there, Garland Goodman. How are you doing? Hope you're doing really good. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Nice to see you. Hopefully, we get to see you in person pretty soon. As I mentioned before, make sure you head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Um, follow along on all things social media. Check out the YouTube stuff. We're, we're doing some pretty cool, pretty cool YouTube stuff. Um, I'm trying to get more into and more invested into video a little bit. So you're seeing some of that stuff happening. Um, just put out a video today talking about social isolation, uh, and all of that kind of fun stuff. So I think it's funny. You might hate it. I think you'll like it though. You should go check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. I enjoy it. I think it's kind of fun. But our time here is drawing to a close. Um, as I mentioned to you before, we're doing this every Wednesday at 5, every Friday at 9 p.m. We're doing the Hop Nerd Late Show. Um, this is Q&A. This is you and me. This is you can call, you can text, uh, you can do all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, again, if you want to call in, if you want to have that conversation, um, the phone number, let me get it to come up here somewhere. The phone number is right there. There you go. 480 877 
5. Um, on our Wednesday shows, we go from about 5 to 5.30ish. Um, Fridays, we go 9 p.m. till as late as you want to go. If there's nobody here, I'm going home and going to bed. If you guys want to stay up and talk, we will talk as long as you want to. But we talk shop, we talk life, we talk everything in between, we talk the news, we talk anything I want to talk about. The live streams are the one thing that I can kind of get away from hop a little bit. And I'll gladly answer your hop questions, your safety questions. I'll gladly answer any of that kind of stuff that you want to talk about. That's obviously kind of, kind of sort of what I do, <laughs> but we'll talk about anything that you want to talk about. So Eli Hubbard honestly did not know what hop was when you first launched. I thought you were reviewing beers. So I get that a lot. Uh, and at the very least, at the very least, I'm going to buy up as many hop related domains that I can buy up so all the brewers can come back and buy them back from me. Right. That's kind of mean, but, but I, I, I do get that a lot. Um, that you first hear hop and I, we might have to do that. I think that might be something that we have to do. I, I, I kind of toss that around with a couple other folks. Um, uh, as we're kind of doing this whole live stream thing and let me, let me pull up. Let me see. This camera is not the best camera, but let me, let me pull up a quick camera. Um, a lot of what we're doing is we're we're getting to set up to live stream a lot more than what we are. Excuse my reach here a little bit. But you can't really see too much here because uh, the lighting is going to kind of wash you out. Um, but we're getting set up here. Um, we've got multiple, multiple mics. We can basically run three, four, five people at once, which is kind of sort of cool. Um and where I'm going with that is, is that part of the show segment would be kind of cool to have folks hang out and uh, talk human organization performance, um, maybe talk safety, but then also review beers. I think that that, because <laughs> that was one of the first tips that I got when I started this thing was you guys need to talk about beer. Um, so I usually talk about coffee because there's that, right? This is kind of, kind of what keeps me sane, but I think that'd be a really interesting, uh, interesting segment. Um, so we might, we might have to plan, uh, we might have to plan, plan to do that. We might have to get, uh, get Eli Helbert here to call in, um, at maybe on one of our Friday shows. And, uh, we might have to pre-plan some tasting here and we'll, we'll talk human organization performance and, and review beers at the same time. That might be a, that might be a, a fun, fun show. <laughs> There we go. Eli said he's totally down. So that would be amazing. You should, uh, you should totally come by, Eli. Once we get past this whole travel thing, this whole situation, COVID-19, Corona thing, um, you should totally come by, come visit, uh, and we'll definitely do that. In the meantime, we might have to do this, uh, do this, uh, uh, through, uh, through a call-in. I can get you hooked up with a, with a call-in and we can patch you right into the show and we can do it distance too in the meantime. Hey, Chad Van Dyke, thanks for dropping in, checking things out. Um, but yeah, we, we might, uh, we might have to make that happen. Let's, let's see what we can do. I don't know how long we're going to be on lockdown here. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but if we want to make it happen sooner than that, we can definitely, definitely do that. So we'll have to plan for it. I think that that would be, that would be super cool. Very cool. Garland. I see that you got your license. How awesome is that? So rich lands watch out, right? And you're going to, you're, taking over the roads huh that's pretty cool that's pretty cool stuff pretty awesome well as i'd mentioned at the top of the show make sure you tune in on friday um so head over to safetyfm.com we have the covid19 coronavirus town hall that's going on um there's there's several several experts that are going to be involved in that town hall in that panel which is super awesome 
Um, is it virologist? I guess is how you say it. Something sort of like that. There's a couple couple docs that are going to be joining us, um, joining us. Some some medical doctors. You're also going to have some other other some PhD folks too. Um, so folks like Dr. Todd Conklin, uh, Dr. Jay Allen is going to be be kind of overseeing this whole thing. Um, you're going to have myself. I'm I'm on the on the uh, on the town hall as well, kind of on the panel. Um, so Todd Conklin, Rob Fisher, some of the folks from the Safety Justice League, some other Safety FM hosts. That's going to be over on safetyfm.com. You can check that out. It's going to be awesome. Um, again, it's really cool to see our community of safety folks and of hot folks coming together um, to try to spread good, solid information during these times. I think that's probably some of the bigger part. People are just scared. They're getting a lot of shady info out there. People don't know where to look. The media likes to sensationalize things. Who would have ever thought that, right? Oh. Who would have ever thought that? Um, but yeah, make sure you tune in. You check that out. In the meantime, make sure you head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media. As I said, we're, we're doing some, some serious work over on the YouTube channel. So make sure you head over and you check that out. I just posted some stuff there today. You're going to see stuff posted there a few times a week, which is kind of sort of cool. Um, if you're on LinkedIn, make sure you follow along on LinkedIn uh, at Samuel Goodman. At the, you can also follow along at the Hop Nerd. Um, that's where most of the stuff kind of sort of goes down. So make sure you check that out. Send me an email, Sam at thehopnerd.com or thehopnerd at gmail.com. You can use this handy dandy phone number to leave me a voicemail anytime, to send me a text message anytime. You can call it anytime. I might even pick up. You never know. I mean, who knows? We might pick up and just have a conversation. 480-877-0155. If you leave a uh, voicemail with the question, I will throw that into one of the podcasts. I will bring that up on the live show. Um, again, you can use this during the live shows. You can call in all that stuff. Uh, like I said, Eli will, uh, mean you're going to plan something. I'll get a hold of you and we'll make that happen too. So that's all of our time for today. Make sure you look out for each other out there. Uh, I know this whole isolation thing is kind of, kind of wacky and kind of wonky for us. Um, take the time, reach out to folks. Uh, you know, it's a little, little different. Don't just send them a text right now. That, that can be helpful, but just picking up the phone and FaceTiming somebody, right? I mean, picking up the phone, FaceTiming, um, do, doing video meetings, doing other stuff, um, to actually see people, to actually have conversations with folks. It's, it's really important right now. People are feeling kind of alone, isolated and scared. Uh, and then you have folks out there, like I said, you mix stupid with scared and bad things start to happen. So we want to do everything we can to help avoid. <laughs> to help avoid that as well. So until next time, it is Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I almost forgot to mention the podcast is going three episodes a week. How cool is that? I think that's kind of sort of neat. Um, I, I forget to plug my own stuff here, but um, the podcast is going Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you're going to have a full episode on Monday, Monday a, a Hop Minute on Wednesday, a mini episode on Wednesday. Um, and then you're going to have a full episode on Friday. So look out for that coming out this Friday as well. You got a mini episode today. You've got a full episode coming out on Friday. Um, if you have folks out there that, that you would like to hear on the, on the pod, make sure you let me know, send me an email, send me a text, all that kind of stuff. I want to have them on. Um, I've got some really, really, really cool interviews that are, that are getting ready to come out. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that's, that's loaded there getting ready to come out. It's, it's really, really cool. I'm super excited for it and I'm excited to have some more. Um, as you'd kind of seen or as I mentioned earlier, um, the one, the only, the amazing and the great Patty Kapperman, um, who had, we were just having a little bit of conversation here on the show. Um, her episode is coming out very, very soon. I think Friday is, uh, I don't, don't hold this 
you know, don't hold me to this, but I think it's Ugo Ribeiro that comes out uh, on Friday. So check that out. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, but that's all I've got. So check out the podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday live streams. Wednesdays at five. Fridays at nine until whenever it ends. It could be five minutes. It could be five hours. Who knows? We get crazy with stuff like that, right? Um, when, when we have these things, as I said, it's Q and A, it's calling. We talk cop. We talk safety. We talk anything that you want to talk about. Obviously, I think we kind of, kind of demonstrated some of that today. Follow along on all of the social media stuff. Um, send me an email, all of that stuff. Chad Vanek, lots of new info coming. Day to day working at UNC. I'm not scared of the virus, but more of the public panicking. Otherwise, people need to become exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what we were just saying. I, the, I'm not as I'm not as super worried um, about the virus as I am of of people. Just it's the panic. You go in the grocery store and it's ridiculous. People are basically bear wrestling for beans in the uh, <laughs> in the aisles right now. It's not cool. That's not what we should be doing. Uh, I think your comment is spot on. You need to calm down and be smart. And we need to look out for each other. You know, send your neighbor a text. Check on the folks you love and care about. If they need something, try to get them something, right? If they need something, try to help them if you can. That's huge. That's a big thing. I think uh, I posted a video the other day, and I think that this is going to be a really good uh, opportunity for us to either show how awesome humanity is or how terrible it is. And uh, we get to decide what that looks like. So we want to do our parts to make sure uh, that we're showing the better side of of our species, I hope. (laughs) At least. <laughs> but that's all I've got. Again, every Wednesday, every Friday, Wednesdays at 5, Fridays at 9. Um, tune into the podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, head over, follow me on all things social media at the Hot Nerd. If you want to follow along on LinkedIn, it's Samuel Goodman. You can see this, this ugly mug in the profile picture and figure out which one is mine pretty quick. But that's all I've got. So until next time, everybody, it is Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.